Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. quote-unquote, in the dock when you're face-to-face with God, and you say, well, I just believe. How do you think Almighty God's going to react to that? The angels are going to be sitting over here in the corner shaking their heads. Some of them are probably going to be chuckling, and others are going to be weeping. Because it doesn't matter what you just believe. The unbelievable arrogance that we display sometimes. Truth matters. God's truth is the certain truth of all time. As Pastor Robert discusses in his message today, being grounded in truth and doctrine is so important. In his study, you'll discover that simply morphing scripture to pacify your desires won't cut it. Placing your total faith in God is the only way. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts chapter 4 as he continues his message, No Other Name. There's no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Why did he say that? Was he just being judgmental? Was Peter just one of those obnoxious blowhards? No, no. Do you realize Peter was, he was just telling them what Jesus had said about himself? This didn't start with Peter, it started with Jesus. We like to think we can make it up as we go and follow whatever path we want to follow. As long as we live a relatively decent life, well, I'm going to catch a break. I mean, after all, as Christians, we're all under grace, right? We're not under law, so we can kind of do whatever we want. No, you can't. Where did you get that idea that grace means you can do whatever you want? That's not what grace means. Grace just means you can't possibly ever do enough to earn your way. It doesn't mean you can do whatever you want. You know, well, I just believe... You know how many times I've heard that statement? Well, I just believe I don't care. And do you understand that as you're standing when you're, quote unquote, in the dock, when you're face to face with God, and you say, well, I just believe. How do you think almighty God's going to react to that? The angels are going to be sitting over here in the corner shaking their heads. Some of them probably going to be chuckling and others are going to be weeping. Because it doesn't matter what you just believe. The unbelievable arrogance that we display sometimes. Well, I just believe. 
Jesus said this in John chapter 10, verses 7 to 10. Most assuredly, emphasis here, most certainly, most assuredly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who ever became before me are thieves and robbers. Do you understand what he's saying there? Everybody else, anybody else who claims this kind of thing, Thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved. And will go in and out and find pasture. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I've come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. John 14, 6. He says, Jesus, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. That's pretty, pretty well black and white, right? When people get upset with you for presenting what they call an exclusive or a narrow-minded gospel, tell them, no, I'm not, I'm not. I didn't make it up. Jesus is the one who said this. Matthew 26, 36 says, Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane. It's one of my favorite places that we visit when we go to Israel. And he said to the disciples, sit here while I go and pray over there. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, meaning James and John. And he began to be sorrowful, deeply distressed. You ever think about Jesus being deeply distressed? He was deeply distressed. And he said to them, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even to death. Stay here and watch with me. He went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed, saying, Oh, my Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. What was he saying? Jesus said to his Father, and I didn't read it all, but three times, we know the story, three times he said to his Father, I don't want to do this. Father, there must be some other way. Some other way to do what? Some other way to rescue humanity. Some other way to redeem people like you and me. There must be some other way. Father, if there's any other way, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. There was no other way. And so he offered himself up to be humiliated and tortured to death. And that brings me to, you know, observation number three, finding that narrow gate that leads to life is impossible apart from Jesus Christ. Why? Because we must be saved. Do you understand what I'm saying? We must be saved. 
the only way to be made alive or, or the only way to, to enter into, to go through the gate, to enter into the family of God, to be, to be born again, as, the Bible, as Jesus worded it to Nicodemus, to have God's spirit living within us, invigorating us, giving, giving us spiritual life. The, the only way is, the only way for that to happen is that for us to be saved. An outside agent, it, it can't, you can't do it. Nobody else can do it. See, that's the thing that we have to understand. There are some things in this world that can only be done, can only be accomplished by a very limited number of individuals, right? Let me give you an example. How many people on the planet do you believe might be capable of building a hydrogen bomb? Not asking anybody to build one, you understand. I'm just saying how many people do you think would even be capable, would even know where to begin? I don't think the number of people who could do that is really all that high. Let's change it up a little bit. How many people alive today might possibly be able to build a system that could take a man from here to Mars and back safely. And I'm talking one person who could do the whole, the whole thing. I doubt there are very many people who could do that. Do you understand what the Bible's telling you? Only one man in all of human history has the power to save you from death. Only one person in all of human history has the power to give you life because he himself is life. The Book of Acts is a fascinating look at the church and the first believers and followers of Jesus. It's not the church as you may know it today, the building you're used to attending, or the worship service format you're familiar with. But this early body of believers paints a beautiful picture of deep fellowship, connected community, and sustaining faith, values that are still held by Christians today. As you continue to study this book with Pastor Robert, you'll see how hardship tested these men and women and how they trusted the Lord. You'll also discover how God used them and their testimonies to spread the good news to the world. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or would like to explore more of Pastor Robert's messages from Main Thing Radio, visit mainthingradio.com today or download our mobile app to listen anytime, anywhere. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just follow the link you'll find at the website. Again, that's mainthingradio.com. We'd love to hear from you too if you have any questions or if you'd like prayer. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. That's 
2730. We're so glad you joined us today. Our time with you has come to an end, but be sure to tune in next time to keep learning from the Book of Acts right here on Main Thing Radio 